0: For episode seven of Sister Moms. The title of this episode is Sis, You Need Help. <laughs> this is such an important episode for us. I mean, as new moms, for anybody not, you know, not knowing how, being afraid of asking for help. So we wanted to make sure we touched on this topic right now. <laughs> um, but before we get started, as always, I want to know, Janisha, how has your week gone? Well, when this post is probably going to be a little bit behind, but the crazy thing of this past week is the weather. Oh, yeah. <laughs> So we've been having these random snow spurts, and this was the first, no, no, this is the second week. This is the second week where we had to actually readjust our visitation type schedule or whatever. So I had to keep Imani an extra day, and... Um, I just kind of had to go with the flow and adjust, but it all worked out super perfectly. I remember Friday, her dad was like, hey, it's looking okay outside. Like, Can I come get her? I was like, when? He was like, now. I'm like, yes, come on. I'm ready. <laughs> you had had her for how long at that point? I mean, I, I had her for, usually she leaves on Thursday. So I had an extra day um, from have, getting her back on, uh, I guess, that last Friday, I think. Something like that. I don't know, but. It was like, and it's not so much about her. You know, it's more about, I had time when she's gone is when I do all the things I need to do. So I was like, oh my gosh, I have these, these zoom meetings. What am I going to do? And when I tell y'all he got here, he didn't know anything. So I just thank God. Cause he got here like literally 20 minutes before my first zoom meeting. I'm like, yes. <laughs> Perfect timing. Perfect timing. <laughs> yes. So yeah. how was it? It was crazy, you know. I'm out here in Texas, so at first I was like, "How was my week?" But then when you said weather, I was like, "Oh yeah, yes, <laughs> it's been crazy." But because the since 2020, it's just been crazy on top of crazy. You forget like crazy becomes your new normal. Yeah. So like I'm trying to go to a store. I want to try to start meal prepping, trying to be healthier. And there's no produce still. There's no dairy still. And you know. For me, I'm getting almond milk and stuff, but still it's not there. And so I'm not upset. I'm mostly upset because I want Starbucks. And (laughs) (laughs) I've taken like three trips to try to get some coffee from Starbucks. I called today and they hung up on me. (laughs) Like, girl, bye. Right. Like, we don't even probably have clean water, but you asking for some coffee. I'm like, you don't understand. I have Starbucks gift card money and I need to use it now. (laughs) Right. So really um it was it was a win you know like when you have a young kid and it snows when you're from Alabama that was huge so she was able to go out and play in the really in the ice by the time we went out but her uncle took her out in the snow and so that was exciting to see her experience something new but also you know it's inconveniencing so um it's been crazy but when you're with family you just figure it out together and that's probably the best part of it all yes and so like Yes, in true form of talking about help and like support. Like I have so much support or had so much support during this uh, ice storm. Um, In lieu of that, we're talking about this episode being sis, you need help. (laughs) You know, we all have these aha moments when something clicks. Like people probably told you, girl, you need to ask for help. You need to, and you're like, but I got it, but I got it. And so for me, my aha moment of it's okay to get help and you need help um, was a time that I went to uh, a yoga class in Mobile. Um, It was like a trap, no, it wasn't trap yoga. Maybe, I don't know, but it was, it was neo soul music playing. So it was my vibe, but I went to a yoga class trying to work on my self-care because at this point, I think Iman, I said Imani, (laughs) baby, (laughs) D was a few months old and I was trying to work on myself. I was like, I got to get about this house. I can't do this. So I went to a yoga class and the instructor was, I think it was just me and her, the first class. Like I was the only one that showed up which was perfect because I got to talk to her and she was a young mom. We're probably close to the same age and a single mom at that with two kids and they were there. So watching her, like I'm working and my kids are here. We're just like, you super woman. <laughs> So, you know, as a new mom, you're looking for answers, even if you're afraid to ask for help. So I was just talking to her, like, how are you doing all this? Or like, this is not all you do. You have a full-time job. She was a yoga instructor and she did so much more and she still does so much. Um, and so she shared with me that she learned that it was so important to ask for help. People try to use biblical references to say like what your role is or to define your role as a mom and put more on you than necessary. She's like, even in the Bible, the women in the Bible has, there's women that has servants and all kinds of help. Right. And yet, people try to condemn you for not being perfect, you know, for not getting help. She shared with me that she would get assistance. um, I'm blanking out on it now, but like there's like fraternity or sororities in a nearby college that are dedicated to daycare services. And so she's just like, they're out there waiting for you to call them. (laughs) And so she would find help for picking up her kids from school and things like that. I'm going on and on, but it was one of those moments where I felt heard seen supported and just like understood. Yes. And, um, and so for me, that was like, Ooh, I can ask for help. It's okay. (laughs) So yeah, that was my aha moment. So I'm looking at my notes because my memory is horrible. So yes, but, um, I shared that moment with you during a time when you had Imani, I think, at that time. And Mm -hmm. we discussed, like, we're going to talk about this on our Facebook Live, and we did. And so we brought it now to this platform. Right. Yeah. Okay, so um, one of the things we did discuss was why do you think it is that people don't ask for help? You kind of talked about it a little bit, the whole superwoman complex. We have this idea that we're supposed to be able to do it by ourselves, but other than that, what are some other reasons people don't ask from your, you know, experiences? Yeah. So from my personal experiences, I, I'm i married and I have a daughter. So, you know, we were married four years before having D. And so you, you create this picture in your mind of what it's going to be like, I'm going to do this and he's going to do this and I'm going to do this and he's going to do this. And we were like, my husband and I work like a well-oiled machine, you know, with the house like household chores, but a baby is so different from household chores. Yes. And so I thought something totally different, that it was just going to be easier, you know? Not that he didn't help as much as he could, but he transitioned into a new job. We moved to a new house and had a baby all within like the same month. Yeah. So when you transition to a new job, it just requires more time on you, on your part, you Mm -hmm. know? And so- he wasn't around as, as much as I would have liked. I really would have liked him to be around 24 hours a day, but then how would we pay for everything? <laughs> so, when I needed to rely on other people, I was uncomfortable. I wasn't ready to ask for that. I know for one, it's rejection. You don't want to ask and they tell you no, because yeah. then you might feel like a burden. Yeah. You know, like, oh, I, I, uh, you know, you switch it up. Like, I was just asking, but I'm fine. I'm good. I don't need no help. I'm good. <laughs> And so for me, that's what it was. Cause his mom, my, my mother-in-law was like a godsend. She's like, what you need me to do? Yeah. And yeah. She was, she's the GOAT. <laughs> and I didn't want to ask her though. I saw how easy she made it look easy just because she's had so much experience taking care of home and things like that. And so I was like, I have to prove that I, I can be that. Mm-hmm. Um, so fear of rejection, fear of being seen as weak. Right. You're a new mom. You, if you were able to birth and bring a new life into the world, you should be able to take care of it. Yes. That's the thought, you know. <laughs> and then it's if if you just have one, you're like, I only have one. I know people with five. I should be able to do this. Yes. <laughs> That's a whole joke. It is. That's it, a whole joke. <laughs> so I know fear rejection, um, fear of being seen as weak. And you just want to be perfect patty. You build this idea. I mean, I know for both of us, we read the book, What to Expect when you're expecting. So girl, we know it all. I didn't read it, just so you know. Oh, I've I allowed you to read stuff. <laughs> That's what it used to be. I was struggling. I ain't knew no reason. I understand. I read the book cover to cover in some parts twice. <laughs> and I was on Google all the time. I knew everything. I was ready. This is gonna be easy. But um it it's not. You need to take care of yourself. It's so it's so much wrapped up into that. And so if we sit and and think that we got it just because we read a book, we got it because if you know God brought put me in here, then I can do it. It's like, yeah, you can do it with help. <laughs> so that's that's the part. <laughs> so my question for you is why is important? I've answered that too. We both talked about it, but why is? Um, so I th- yes, we did kind of talk about that as far as you are. I remember, okay, it makes me think about an experience. When I first moved back to Fredericksburg, um, I met with a lady from my church and she used to be a single mom, but she's married now with you know multiple children and she was just very compassionate and she just really made me feel okay. Because she said, Janisha, you are not supposed to be able to do this by yourself. That was never the intention. Mm-hmm. So it took a lot of weight off of me. Like, I'm not supposed to be able to be superwoman and do this all. So I'm supposed to ask for help. I'm supposed to um, let people partner with me on this journey, even if I'm not married. Uh, because even with that, kind of thinking about that, condemnation can sometimes make, like single moms, Feel like just more about just kind of minding their business like let me just stay in my little bubble do what i need to do i don't want to talk to nobody else because they're gonna think you know i'm looking for a handout because you know my situation or anything like that so sometimes it's it's that um but i mean the, the reason is we're human beings and we are meant to be in community and we need balance we need rest. We need, we can't do everything and we're not supposed to. So it's really just not, it's not meant for you to, that's why. (laughs) Right. You're not, I love that. She said that. I I wish that everyone, every new mom had someone tell them that you're not supposed to do this on your own, whether you're married or single, you're not supposed to do this on your own. And even if you are married with all the help in the world, y'all need time together. So you still need outside help. Um, and that's that's huge. Um, so that brings us to the next part. How? How do how you know about doing me? this, especially like extreme, like introverts, extreme people are extremely afraid of like I don't like asking people for anything. So right. how do they? How you? How do you do it? So I think you'll probably help me with this because I'm the I'm the extrovert. But although I'm an extrovert, I'll still kind of share some of my background of um, I was the child who did everything um and I was just super independent right like I'm gonna go where I want I'm gonna do what I want I'm just I'm just going to like I got to a place of freedom you know so then I exercised that freedom and did it all but I kind of just did it I would partner with friends of like hey do you want to do this with me um But I don't know, I just always kind of been super independent, right? So, and I didn't need help ever, right? I had parents if there was, I mean, even speaking about parents, like, y'all, I literally went to college when I left the house from my parents' house, I left with full rides, right? So I never had to come back to ask for Harley like anything, literally. So I've been doing in my mind, okay. Um, I got out of high school when I was 17 years old. I'm 30, 30 now. So I've been solo riding this thing out for 13 years. So when I got to a place of like, okay, you stressed out, you tired, you're overwhelmed. So I'm like, something ain't right, right around here. This can't be normal. <laughs> so it really had me thinking, like, okay, if if this isn't what I'm supposed to do, then what should I be doing differently? So honestly, everyone won't have this story. I know but a lot of times people are asking you if you need help. Most of the time people are asking, even if it's in subtle ways, there's an open door for you to just say yes sometimes. And we sometimes will say no. So like for me, my mind, right? Oh, I'm, you know, I'm a single mom. I have all these friends that are a little, that are a little younger than me. As far as at work, they don't have no kids. Well, why am I going that everybody's like, okay, Janisha, we're here for you. Let me know when you need help. Let me know what I can do. People will say that, let me know what I can do. Let me know how I can help you. And you're like, okay. But then when you need something, you don't think to call them. Right. Because it's different when they offer. If you need help, let me know. That means I gotta call your phone or text you and say, Hey, on Wednesday I have this event that I would like to go to. Are you available? You know, so it's kind of like that extra work, although it's an open door. So I just for me I had to learn to take advantage of these open doors. There were doors that are already open. I had friends that were legit, "Hey, I know I'm single, I don't have no kids, but still, I can I'm your friend, I want to help you." I have a friend who's married with kids. She was still, "I know you're a new mom, I know you're a single mom. Let me help you." So one is one way is to take advantage of open doors. When people ask you, even if you say not right now, but you know, how about this you know what i'm saying like even though it may not be something you can take at that time so being open to receive help from others and then even asking like if you have there's the whole rejection thing is big right rejection is huge but we going we gotta suck it up you know <laughs> like people gonna say no and that's okay you right. can't you can't be you know re- going into a shell because someone told you no, and I'm speaking to myself about this, mm-hmm. but you sometimes you have to speak up and it could be something small, right? So when the babies are super young, right? Um, the lady I live with, she's like, when my friends' babies were young, you know, I literally would just go hold them for an hour and the mom got to take a shower, you know? Simple things, like that's not even big, it's an hour. Like my friends, like, I'm like, oh, I'm so inconvenienced, inconvenienced inconveniencing you so much but it's literally an hour of your time just so I can take a shot and cook dinner you know um so I don't for me I think of people are already asking me so I had to learn how to say yes and not being afraid like pushing through the the fear of rejection pushing past it and still asking yeah Um, and even maybe partnering with another mom right you know, so like, they talk about like mom exchanges. Like I, talk, I have a friend, Danica. I'm like, all right, Danica, I'm good with the older kids. You're good with the babies. So how about, you know, I can give you Imani and you you and her and uh, the Layla. oh uh, no, Leah play together. I'll take the big girls. Cause then if I had them, I don't got much to do. Right, they're easy. That's a break. <laughs> I can sleep through the night, <laughs> you know, like buy them something to eat. Let them watch a movie and I can take an hour to myself to do something. So get creative. And even if it's like one step of like, I can't all the way just ask somebody to do something for me, start with a friend exchange. Those are some things that come to my mind. What about you? Can you think of anything else? Yes. I thought about so many things because you have to get creative. Every step of parenting is getting as creative as possible. Mm -hmm. And so you may not be comfortable with somebody watching your child yet and you're away, Uh but hey can you hold my baby for an hour while i take a shower and i do whatever else i want to do or somebody that's like i'm just gonna wash your dishes and you know and sit here and talk to you Mm -hmm. hey come on sis (laughs) like that's everything i remember when i had d i had a refrigerator full of food my church group um my marriage church group just they just kept pouring in the food and only one family uh each family brought one meal, but that added up to meals that nobody. We didn't have to think about cooking. Mm-hmm. Um, so getting creative and like, what are you comfortable with? If you're not comfortable leaving and dropping your kid off with somebody, figure out what you're comfortable with. Right. And then that older kid piece—that's a life hack because I learned. We have a husband learned. We we kept trying to find people to like. Oh, can we can you know Dee stay at her grandparents on the weekends? There will be some weekends where they're like. Not this weekend, but it would be important to us. Like we need a break, and so my husband's cousin, who's like seven or eight, eight or nine or something like that, she would come over, and all we had to do was have some food for her. She would be excited to come over, yeah. and she would keep D, D busy, put D to sleep. Not you know, not on purpose. She would just tire her out, and then she's like, "Where you want me to put her? <laughs> I put her in that crib, girl." <laughs> Me and we and my husband, we had our bed, the feet were climbed up watching. We was killing Netflix. Y'all good in there? <laughs> so smart. And she stayed with us for like a week. She just kept saying, Can I stay another night? Girl, yes. <laughs> that trade was serious. And I traded, and I know this is what you said, but I I love tutoring, one-on-one tutoring. So during this pandemic, people don't want to sit there on the computer with their kids all day. So this is a hack for like if you have a comfort level. If you would rather sit with the teenage child who needs some help on the computer versus your two-year-old who are acting a fool, you might be able to switch with somebody. Get creative, boo. Yes. Or friends that partner with your friends. Let's all go to the park together. Like, nobody's watching. The kids are playing with each other. It's just a minute to breathe. Mm-hmm. Like, that's everything. Just breathing time. You don't think as a mom that you have to remember to breathe. Right. Um. What moments can you do with your child and still breathe? And right. then those outside sources of help. So, cleaning services. If that's not your strength, if you find yourself constantly saying, I, "I'm so upset that I have to clean uh-huh. this Saturday," this whole Saturday, the one Saturday I have to myself, I'm gonna spend it cleaning. Don't boo. If you can afford it, find somebody else to do it. Mm-hmm. Um, any, you know, anything that caught, that that you just think is like the, the worst task possible find outsource it right. or leave, leave that thing dirty for a second like leave it messy just for a hot second in it don't look at it go somewhere else so you ain't gotta look at it <laughs> I used to spend every woke, waking minute that I didn't have D preparing for her to be back that's crazy mm-hmm. so I think that creativity pieces everything and there was one more point we talk about that mom's intuition that's supposed to come when the baby gets here like oh I'm just gonna know what to do You talked about that a little bit. You had mom's intuition when you said, this doesn't feel right. I'm extremely overwhelmed. There's no outlet. I'm constantly having to do something. That is mom's intuition when it said, when you're overwhelmed and you say, this does not feel right. Right. I remember my breaking point of this doesn't feel right. And I would not listen to myself. Mm -hmm. I would just be like, that's because I'm doing it wrong. It's because I got to do it different on this end. It's because I got to wake up earlier. You, I just kept adjusting myself instead of simply asking for help. That exhaustion is worse than the fear of rejection, in my opinion. So I think we touched on a lot of good topics. Like right? one thing I thought of when you were talking about getting creative, mm-hmm. um, meal prep. Right. So me, I don't have a lot of time to go to the store with the pandemic. I can't. I don't take her with me regularly to the store. So. I do like HelloFresh and Home Chef and things like that. That saves me time from having to go to the store. And for even me, I think about researching recipes. That's time. <laughs> trying to figure out what to cook, all of that. So yeah. even that like getting things delivered to you versus going to the store, yeah. it, it's, time, it's a time saver. And help, yeah, so help can come in the form of services that don't have anything with, to do with the physical person is getting the help that you need. Like that, that's crazy that that's such a profound topic. Like, if I don't want to do it, find somebody else today. <laughs> that's crazy. Because there's so many things as a new mom it, that you can't outsource. Like if you're breastfeeding and you, that you're adamant about it, you can't outsource that. Right. Figure out what you can outsource though. So I like that. Yep. You moms out there, if you have any additional topics, any additional suggestions on this topic, please reach out to us. But additionally, if you want to talk about anything aside from this, we want to hear from y'all. We want to make sure we're hitting on topics that are important to you in this season of your life or preparing for the next season. So we thank you so much for joining us for episode seven of Sister Margo. Yes, we are rolling in these episodes. Join us this week for episode eight. And as always, please subscribe and share.